What's up, mortals? This is Mortality Minded, where we explore life, death, and whatever's next through culture, science, personal growth, and more. I'm your host, Thomas Gaudio. Hey, welcome to this special episode, which isn't really special. I'm just trying to make it sound better because it's about Thanksgiving and it's several days after the holiday. This is an entry in my Bucket Nuggets series, which are short episodes about things like a great quote I came across, a fact I find interesting, or maybe just a weird thought I had recently. Bucket as in kick the bucket, a euphemism for death, and nugget as in a small bit of knowledge or wisdom, not bucket nuggets as in, say, an obscene amount of McDonald's McNuggets. Speaking of food and death, though, today I want to talk briefly about the roots of Thanksgiving. Specifically, that most people have it completely wrong, and it was deadly and otherwise brutal for indigenous people, according to David Silverman, a history professor at George Washington University and author of This Land is Their Land, The Wampanoag Indians, Plymouth Colony, and The Troubled History of Thanksgiving. I'm basing this information mostly on a Q&A interview with Silverman in Smithsonian Magazine from November 2019 which I'll link to in the show notes, along with other sources. Sailing on the Mayflower ship, English pilgrims, who were separatist Puritans, a strict strain of Protestant Christianity in England, landed in what came to be known as Plymouth, Massachusetts, in 1620, forming the first permanent colony in what is now the New England area. The history of Thanksgiving that most of us know thanks in large part to how it's taught to us as young kids in school, is often framed as the celebration of a peaceful collaboration in which the indigenous tribes in that area welcomed and generously shared their land and resources with the pilgrims. But the truth is much more complicated and violent, according to Silverman. The Wampanoag tribe, which was the main indigenous group in that area at the time, had been the subject of European slave raids for nearly a century prior to the arrival of the pilgrims. And while the Wampanoag's leader did reach out to the pilgrims to forge an alliance, it wasn't exactly a gesture of goodwill and respect. It was a strategic attempt to help the Wampanoag, who'd been decimated by disease and were under threat from a rival tribe, the Narragansetts. But over several decades, the pilgrims increasingly took advantage of the Wampanoag by encroaching on their land exploiting their resources, and spreading disease among them. This tension eventually sparked King Philip's War, also known as the Great Narragansett War, from 1675 to 1676, a deadly conflict in which the Wampanoag and other indigenous people, including their former rivals, the Narragansett, unsuccessfully rose up against British colonists and some of their indigenous allies. Thousands of Wampanoag and other indigenous people on their side were killed, and many who survived were sold into slavery and indentured servitude by the colonists. The Thanksgiving dinner that we've come to know began as a Christian observance involving prayer and, ironically, fasting. Eventually, pilgrim descendants in the latter part of the 18th century, concerned that their cultural standing was diminishing, began what I would call a propaganda campaign to establish the idea that the pilgrims were the forefathers of what would become the United States of America. At some point, there was a brief mention in a publication about a Thanksgiving festival in New England by a reverend that went, as we would say today, viral. Then, during the Civil War, 
President Abraham Lincoln encouraged a divided America to recognize the last Thursday of November as a day of Thanksgiving in order to create a sense of unity between the pro-slavery South and the abolitionist North. Of course, there's much more to the story, and I've only cited one source here, though I did use a few other sources to flesh out some of the details. But the source of the primary information, the Q&A with the history professor and author, seems to be credible. And the information jibes with other sources I've come across regarding the history of our country. Anyway, Thanksgiving these days is generally about sitting around with family and or friends, either in person or virtually this year due to the pandemic, stuffing our faces with myriad foods until we're ready to burst or nap, and then gathering around screens to watch other people distract and or inform us to varying degrees. All the while, largely ignorant about the centuries of suffering and death behind one of our most beloved traditions. Truly the American dream. And on that note, happy belated Thanksgiving, y'all. All right, that's a wrap for now. Join me in exploring mortality and everything that follows from it by subscribing to Mortality Minded wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find episodes and other content on mortalityminded.com. If social media is your thing, I'm at Mortality Minded on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or if you want to kick it old school, email me through connect at mortalityminded.com. Let me know what you think of this episode and others by rating and or commenting on them. Your feedback is much appreciated and goes a long way in helping make the show better for everyone involved. You, the guests, and me alike. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay mortality-minded. <laughs>